0: back to the iGosian Airwaves podcast. I'm your host, Lance Shoemake. They call me Shu, and we have another special guest. This is episode number two of our podcast. Episode number one, we had Shannon Hopkins from Honduras, and we did not take a step back this week with Trey Fleming checking in all the way from Osaka, Japan, Trey is an IMB missionary there and he's our partner in crime and all different kinds of things uh, because of the relationship we've had with Trey on this side, the times that he spent on IGO trips. And we're so thankful that Trey is joining us for our podcast, a little interview time, just to kind of get an update on what's going on in Osaka. We don't know because we didn't get to go there this year. That's true. and. true. Uh, We want to come, we want to bring students uh, as soon as we possibly can, planning for that, but we wanted uh, to check in. So first, just so everyone knows, Trey stayed up late and it's, it's 8 AM just after 8 AM in the morning here in Texas in the Republic time. And in Japan in Osaka, it's after 10 PM, right?
1: That's correct.
0: So you stayed up late on Tuesday. I got up a little early to set up some stuff. And so I guess the first question is, how was Tuesday?
1: Tuesday is going to be great for you guys. Oh, good. You know, there's, there's not going to be any more Corona or, uh, you know, things burning down or blowing up. Uh, Tuesday so far, yeah, it's been great. Well, so. we, need,
0: we need that because we <laughs> kind of wake up a little gunshot now, you know, we're like, oh, no. Yeah.
1: Damage yeah. report, what's going yeah. on?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. How I can tell work? you living in the future. Yeah, I get to get all this information firsthand and, and everything has gone pretty smoothly today. Yeah, got to share the gospel with some close friends today. So Man. that's that's in your forecast too. Yeah. That,
0: that's that's absolutely great to know because every day I'm peeking around the corner like what oh no. <laughs> so it's kind of cool to connect to the future, like that's a french benefit if you will of yes. tuning in with trey today is that we're blasting into the future to find out how tuesday was before you go no to bed.
1: flux capacitor required
0: <laughs> no roads no flux capacitor no it's all good. so trey uh i got to see a sneak peek of a video with your family all in it that we will hopefully have ready to send out the super summer people and youth ministers really, really soon post on our YouTube, all those things. But uh, for those that haven't got to see the video yet, would you just kind of give us an update on your family, how you guys are doing, especially with COVID in Japan and all those different kinds of things and just a general family update. We want to know how the Flemings are doing.
1: Yeah. So recently I became a pastor for the first time in my life. And I don't know what I was thinking doing that in a foreign country, but then also (laughs) like you talk about uncharted waters, then you do that on top of a pandemic and you try to figure out how to become a pastor and then how to do that in a place like Japan and how to do that when everything is shut down because everybody's getting sick. So yeah, it's been a a pretty wild year for us. Uh, But then, uh, you know, the the family's holding up well. Uh, Mm -hmm. Japan started out kind of in the news with Corona because we had this ship called the diamond princess and you know i'm 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 sure cruise cruises are very cheap right now but at the time it was like a the only way to travel you know and so people were on this diamond cruise ship and a lot of people were sick and they pulled into a port in uh japan and so this was a virus that was in china and japan only you know and japan hated that and they were like you know, it, it it gave them a bad name in the world community, but now I think America has taken that <laughs> name and that animal for us. And so, but but uh, recently it's kind of cropped back up. You know, Japan had it kind of nipped in the bud for a while, and n- nothing newsworthy. I mean, they were they were watching it. Everybody was really scared and and watching and everything. But they would go day after like they would go several days in a row, zero new cases in Osaka, wow. the city the size of Houston. And so they were doing really well at containing it and and they weren't testing a whole lot. And so I'm sure there were some cases going around. But um, One of the things that that reinforced was we've made all the right decisions concerning the border shutting down. And so I remember talking with you. And I mean, we were like, it's, it's just not looking good for Igo 2020 and we didn't know it was not looking good for all of 2020. But at the time we were saying, I go 2020 might not happen. And after many tears, yeah, we had to kind of pull the trigger and cancel that that trip. But uh, and many tears were shed. Yeah. So that was kind of everybody in Japan thinks, oh, well, then it's the right decision to be shutting the borders sure. down this way. And so our team is kind of like, a, you know, our, our Osaka team of IMB missionaries, You know, we we have not just my family, but several other units, you know, families or single people. And right now we have several units that are stuck over there on the other side, you know, in in America. They can't get over here. And so I think more than anything, like my girls just miss those connections. You know, there there were several people from our home church in Willis, Texas, that were supposed to come out with the Igo trip. Our girls were super bummed not to get to see those church people that they remember and they love, you know? And so, uh, on top of that, their school was still meeting and then they moved to online classes like so many people did. And now, you know, they, they canceled summer school. And so there's all these different friends that they haven't seen in months and it's kind of tough for them, but, but yeah, they've, they've, uh, We've been finding ways to do normal, uh, finding ways to have a routine. And uh, we've, you know, Animal Crossing on the Nintendo Switch came out at just the right time. And so my girls uh, fight over that game a lot. And we just, you know, we, we do. Uh, but Japan is blessed in the sense that it hasn't been restricted on different uh, social gatherings or uh know they haven't closed down a lot of the businesses and stuff like that so uh they've been able to kind of contain it without doing that and so we've been able to go out and see friends we had you know a very small birthday party for my daughter clara back in may uh so different things like that are still happening but they just know you know i remember when when all this first started happening my oldest daughter said dad this sounds like it's like the end of the world and and I was like, ah, you know, I, I blew it off. Cause I was like, you know, this was back in, in February or March. And uh, I said, nah, this is like our sixth or seventh end of the world. It'll be fine. You know, nothing's going to happen. You, you yeah. just watch, watch your old man knows how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I was nope. wrong. It's kind of changed things a lot for us and we just for, yeah, from January on, we did nothing but cancel events, cancel ministry events. Like I said, I became a pastor, and I'm, our church just canceled all these events that we had, all these outreaches. We had several hundred of these uh, manga, like Japanese comic book Bibles. Yeah, Five or 600 of them we had ordered, and they came in the mail right at the day that we had to cancel this big event that we were we were invited to come and be part of a big uh, re, remodeling of like a shopping street, you know. So we would be like yeah. one booth at the whole shopping street, and they're like, "Yeah, you hand out all your Bibles and tell people about Jesus." And we're like, "What?" And he's like, "You just make sure you have at least five hundred, because you'll see at, at least that many people, and they'll want to get something from your church." And so we had ordered all these things and they just, you know, they're still sitting in a closet right now because we haven't had even a chance to get out there and interact with people. Uh, it's, you're, you're supposed to kind of, if you go to a restaurant, you kind of go by yourself and there's no big gatherings. There's no concerts or uh, events happening. And so those are, those are kind of the things that we're working through, you know, like we kind of mourn those losses, man. We had a great opportunity. We had a great opportunity with Igo coming. And we've had to kind of just say, "Ah, that is such a shame." But now, think about it, for 2021, yeah. we have 500 of these comic books to hand out to people, ready Absolutely. to go. Yeah. We don't have to wait on them in a the mail. They're ready as soon as y'all's boots hit the ground. We'll put them in your hands y'all can be out there sharing the gospel
0: And yeah i mean that's it's we found that same thing like it's so hard to trust like we know god mm-hmm. has a plan here but it's it's so different than all of our plans have been that <clears> it's just hard to trust that and but i love that perspective that yeah we, we we got the supplies we just we just need to get over there and i think if you're a parent listening to this i think it's i think it's helpful uh, japan shut their borders not because covid was so bad there but they were scared of americans right like they were scared of us coming over and bringing the virus because we became the epicenter of it and so as soon as we can get things under control over here <laughs> oh yeah. yeah japan will hopefully like that it's not it's not going to be a dangerous thing to come to japan right
1: no there's 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 literally like you know like texas uh went from 12000 a day yeah you know recently they were around a thousand or twelve thousand a day in new cases japan so far has had that total like from the pandemics beginning they've had maybe you know twelve hundred uh i I think See, i mean twelve thousand you know some some kind of cases like that so like what texas does in one day we've done in eight months uh here in japan so it's much more you know the I mean there's there's different things that they do that I think are are really proving to be pretty effective and they're um, yeah they're they're on top of things and and I think they worry more you know Americans are like ah whatever you know and they they'll go out and just kind of live their lives I think they're more cautious you know they're just like okay yeah. if nobody had to tell them to stay home or nobody has to tell them to wear a mask they're like I'm wearing this mask you know so it's just like they're they're doing all the stuff and it's it's been interesting to watch, but yeah, I think they're tired of it too. You know, Americans are definitely sure. tired of it, but J- Japanese people are tired of it too. And I think, yeah, more so than, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're overly cautious, you know? And so that's why they've shut down the borders. Uh, that's why they, they really, they look at me a little different they're like, what is this foreigner doing here? You know? And I'm like, I live here. It's okay. But I don't think they believe me. And that's what all you foreigners <laughs> say.
0: Yeah. So Trey Trey obviously spent spent a lot of time in Texas. He knows Texas and he knows that we love to be bigger than everybody. But this is one of the cases, one of those situations. We don't want to be bigger. <laughs> but yeah, we we're in a day we can do more than the whole country of Japan in COVID. That's not necessarily something we're gonna brag about, but it's, that's the way it is. And it's yeah. getting better.
1: Yeah. It's getting it's getting better. And I think as uh the Japanese people see that you know, there's, there's a lot of people advocating to open the borders and there's a lot of injustices right now. Like as far as like, man, it's, it's, it's totally not fair that somebody that lives in Japan can't come home. And so uh, that's, that's kind of being brought to the government's attention and they're weighing all those things. And so just one step at a time, and we just kind of have to trust God's timing. I think that the dominoes will start to fall the borders will open up and we'll be looking at a 2021. That's the thing, like we've just lost so much ministry opportunity. I I shudder to think that we would sleep on another opportunity. You know, we can't let that pass by. If there's a chance to have teams here in 2021, then we just gotta be gearing up. We gotta be getting ready for it. And so, uh, yeah, that, that's, that was just a tough pill to swallow for 2020 to say all that preparation we got to put it on pause button on it, but we just got to be ready to hit the play button Absolutely. when God opens that door.
0: Yeah. So people are asking me all the time, "Are you guys going to get to do trips next year?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, how would anyone know this?" But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we have to plan as if we are because the need is there. Like. Mm-hmm the work hasn't stopped in Japan, God's work is on schedule, all those different places that we go, but specifically in Japan, there's a huge need, God's actively involved in the work there, so why would we not plan to go, and if if we have to change, we have to change, but right now, let's let's go to Japan, and just like you're saying, they're so cautious, they're so, uh, it's just, it's, it's one of my favorite places in the world because the, it's it's so safe. I, I can bring a middle schooler there. I'm not doing that, okay? Don't get don't get crazy. But I could I could bring any student there. It's such a safe place. But they're going to experience lostness. They're going to experience the need. They're going to see God at mm-hmm. work in some crazy cool ways. And so yeah, we're go- we're just going to continue to plan to to load you up with students in 2021, and trust that God is going to help us make that happen for sure. So. yeah i mean i was
1: telling my japanese friends about the IGO group coming and when they would hear like oh yeah it might be like 40 people and they're just like whoa yeah <laughs> were, their minds were blown they'd never heard of a group coming that big to osaka yeah and i was like oh yeah we took 200 to tokyo before And just like, yeah. i can't believe you did that and i was like i can't believe you did it either no, but, uh, but yeah that's that that's kind of the they were excited about that possibility, though. You know, it's not like they're like, "Oh no, what do you, you know? You can't do that, or it's a bad thing to do that." They're like, "I can't believe you guys would care enough to come. Why would they come to learn about our culture, or why would they come to make a friend with me? Like that's so beyond what I would expect your average person to do. Wow, you must know some really kind people. You know, you must know some really amazing people." I'm like, "Oh yeah." I do, and they're they're chomping at the bit to get over here, because they know the greatest kindness that we can show the Japanese people is to share the gospel with them. Right. Uh, you know, we've we've got to be a people that know and share the gospel, and so that is not out of our selfish ambition to grow our religion. It's because we know they're lost. We know they're they're never going to hear the gospel if somebody doesn't open their mouth and tell them. There's nobody. You know, it's, it's just we're, we're a team, our IMB team, you know, we got like 15 people in a city the size of Houston. And they're just like setting us loose saying, go share the gospel as many as you can. Well, Holy cow. You know what we could use a group of 40 teenagers to help us, you know, like that would be amazing. Get them here. You know? And so we, we, we are begging you guys to please continue to fundraise, continue to take this time to like consider going, pray about going. Uh, There's, there's just gotta be, uh yeah the the fields are right but man we, we just got no workers and uh that's, that's more true now we got workers that are professionally trained and paid by the imb they can't even get here and so we got we're gonna have a lot of catch up to do and, yeah. and we need the most help we can get and and i go some really great help
0: harvest is plentiful workers mm. are a few we gotta get some workers over there so tell me a little bit about that tray like when students come over, how do yeah. they plug into your ministry? How do they specifically help you guys? What will they be doing? Will they, will they work with your church at all? Will they just kind of broadcast spread the gospel? Like tell, tell me a little bit about the day of a student in Osaka.
1: The, the day the students here will look like, um, it might be different day to day. Sure. And, and we'll kind of have to divide and conquer because no place in Japan is made for forty Texans, right? There's just not that kind of ingenuity. Like, the, the, there's not a Japanese engineer that has ever constructed a building that can contain you guys. So we got to find ways to kind of divide and conquer. And so we'll split you up into teams. You'll be in your trek, and then you'll go out and do different ministry opportunity things. And that changes, man. Depending on what our need is next year, uh, depending on you know the the virus situation, depending on all these things. But what we've typically done. Is send students to universities. It's very kind of non confrontational to be like, oh, I'm a student and I'm checking out this university. I'm a student from America. I never, you know, I want to think about my options. I want to think about my time in university that's coming. And so these are my adult sponsors, but here are my friends and we're all checking out this university and we want to meet, we want to make friends while we're here, you know, and, and man, they'll they'll lay into that and all these japanese students will come and like swarm around you and you know we've just you know encouraged like students like bring some really weird candy you know bring bring a box of hot tamales and you will blow their minds with this like <laughs> what is it spicy is it sweet i don't know and we so they know. they go crazy and so you know you you'll be like the, the center of the party and there'll be like one person in that trek that's kind of like bringing people in and they're doing something they're giving them candy or whatever and then while everybody else is like crowded around that person they I've seen this happen a lot. Then all the other students that are really clued into what the Holy Spirit's doing, they start talking. They say, man, can you believe this crazy white dude over here feeding people hot tamales and they'll start talking with people and they'll just start having these conversations that go somewhere, you know, they, they, they end up having some kind of spiritual impact. And as you talk about candy, then you can talk about well, what's different about our cultures, and then well, I'm a Christian. What are you? And and we start having these spiritual conversations around a cafeteria table, and that can lead to all kinds of new friends being made, plugging them into wow. our our. Uh, we have a, a contact uh, database, and we can reach out to them. We can give them, you know, we put them somewhere on this scale of, you know, are they interested or are they not interested or, uh, and so we kind of follow up with them and we figure out how to best meet their spiritual needs and then just go at it from there. And so when we can do that all summer long, or for even just with, with one, I go trip in 10 days, we can do that every day and make contacts and make contacts and make contacts. It gives us so much to work with. we would not be able to have that conversation that a student has with a college student. You know, here I am a father of three, um, you know, some, some old guy trying my best to learn Japanese and like failing. So like, this is like, you know, they don't have much in common with me, but they could connect with you and have this great conversation and, and God can do whatever he wants. You know, God can use any of us in any capacity, but man, it's just, it's effective, you know, to get out there and have a student from America, talk to a student from Japan and have them kind of hash out some spiritual discussion. Yeah. uh, Once that happens, then, then it comes to us as IMB missionaries to follow up with them and to plug them in somewhere and to meet with them and have coffee and talk more. And so that's the kind of thing that that can happen at a, a university. It can also happen with all age groups at a train station. We don't have train stations, like I guess we do, but like nobody hangs out at a train station in America. But you talk about like a mass of people, there's this mass of humanity that's coming in and out of a train station every minute. And so when we go to train stations, we can just hold up a sign that says, hey, I speak English. Do you want to practice your English with me? And they'll come up and English is our number one in with so many Japanese people. They love America, they love American culture, and they respect it. And they, they know that their Japanese national, who was their English teacher, does not speak English as their first language. And they know their English that they've learned, even though they studied really hard, is probably pretty strange. And so they want to know, like, how do I fix it? You know, and, and, and their Japanese friends can't help them do that. But if they walk by an American who's inviting them to come, then it's very possible that that person would go to them and say, all right, I need to know what does it mean when you say it's raining cats and dogs? Is this happening in America? It's very concerning. You know, I don't want to go on a business trip before I know the answer to this question. So they'll ask questions. like that. We're just like, Oh man, how do I explain this? And, and it's, it's, it's a wild ride, but, a lot of contacts are made there. You know, we turn the conversation spiritual and that's kind of so much of the training that I go provides. I think that's lifelong. man. If you can figure out how to turn a conversation spiritual as a teenager, you're going to use that the rest of your life and you're going to lead a lot of people to Christ. So it's, it's a really important, I think from a parent's perspective, I look at that and I'm like, this is the best training in evangelism my kid can receive. It's very hands-on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's, that's kind of, that's the day in the life of an Igosian in Japan.
0: I love it. And there's so many things I love about Japan, but two that stand out just from what you're saying and, and how you're talking is that you're going to find people that speak English, that hmm. they may, you're right. They may speak a little weird. I remember seeing a, a shirt when I was in Japan, somebody was wearing it said, I think that square is top of cool shape in the world. I'm like, well, that's a good statement to make, you know, like.
1: I can't disagree with that.
0: No, you can't. <laughs> but, you know, parents always ask, do my kid need to know Japanese to go? No, you're going to find somebody that speaks English, number one. And then number two, you're going to find somebody that's never heard the gospel before. Right. Like that's most Absolutely. of the Japanese people. Talk, talk to me about the need for the gospel there in Japan.
1: Yeah, we're, we're talking like less than half a percent uh, are, are born again believers. Wow. So it's very possible that you're going to interact with somebody at a train station or at a university that they've gone through their whole life. They've never met a Christian. So there's, there's zero chance that they've heard the story of Jesus. There's zero chance that they, they understand what it would mean to be a Christian. They know what a Christian is. They know that Jesus is the central figure of Christianity. Maybe, but to know the story of Jesus and how it applies to them, they've absolutely no clue. And uh, yeah, there's there's uh, lots of examples of that that we you know I always ask that question: Have you ever heard this story before? And uh, yeah, you showed the video last year i guess about the the guy was like yes i have heard the story before and that was a very rare response you know usually like, nah, i never heard that before that's a crazy story and uh but this guy had heard it before and he heard it from billy graham and uh so i looked it up on youtube and the dude it was uh in 1980 the year i was born billy graham was in osaka Wow. And had apparently preached the gospel and it's all in black and white, you know, like, I mean, it's on YouTube, the gospel, the 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 sermon that he preached. But this guy must have been in the crowd and he heard it and he remembered the guy's name. And he's like, do you know about Billy Graham?
0: <laughs> you ever heard of that guy? Maybe I've
1: heard of like, him. Yes, yes. He's like, do you know him? I was like, no. <laughs> but uh yeah like one day we'll get to hang out because yeah so that was just uh that blew my mind but that means that you know in 1980 he heard the gospel uh this was a few years ago so i think 36 years had passed before he heard it a second time so if studies show that somebody has got to hear the gospel maybe six to ten times before they're ready to make a jump to believe in what you're saying we've got a long way to go you know this guy doesn't have another 36 years He's already an old man. You know, he, he was a adult at the Billy Graham crusade. So now he's 36 years older than that. And now we got to shorten that gap. You know, we can't wait 36 years to be sharing the gospel with people. We've got to get it shared more regularly. And so that's really what, what our goal is here.
0: I'm glad mm-hmm. you shared that story because that video, we, we didn't just show it last year. We've been showing it and showing it like, it's such a great story it blew my mind. Uh, yeah. It was oh, like yeah.
1: a, a school teacher like, cause like Billy Graham first shared the gospel with this man. And then the next person to share the gospel with him, a school teacher from Conroe, Texas sharing yes. the gospel. I mean, I just, yeah. And she came wild. and told me that she's like, Train, I'm to believe what this guy said. And I was like, Oh really? <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty wild, but that was just in a five minute English. Like we just did a little lesson and he came up and said, oh, yeah, I have heard this story before.
0: That's so yeah. wild. So wild, I, you guys! You can find that video on our YouTube channel. It's worth the mm-hmm. time to watch Trey tell the full story, and uh, it's worth it for that. But it's also worth it, like Trey. You know what Jimmy is? Our summer intern program. We call Jimmy. You know that well. And uh, your
1: friends of
0: mine. Yeah, Jimmy. Uh, they they couldn't get over the fact that when you were telling that story, you you said for serious. <laughs> <laughs> and they still—they said that all summer long. For serious, for serious, and so yeah. it's a—it's a great story for sure. So, for serious, for serious it is. In, so in we Jap- are maji, yeah. Maji. <laughs> maji. See, I'm learning Japanese. Even, wow, this is amazing. In the future, I'm learning That's Japanese.
1: Next one's going to cost you.
0: <laughs> so, we're praying that we'll be able to send you some FLT, the, the field leadership team, the fleet, as we call them, to help you guys just to continue to follow up with all those contacts. We're going to hopefully send you 40 or, or maybe even more, not, not 200, but maybe 40 to 50 <laughs> students. Yeah. And, uh, obviously you guys are open to churches that want to bring a group to come over there, all those different kinds of things. We're praying for all that to happen. Let yeah. me ask you, let me ask you this. What, what is your favorite Igosian memory? Cause Trey, Trey used to bring his, his students, when he was a youth minister in Texas, he would bring students through Igosia, through base camp. It went to, you went to Japan with us more than once. Did you go to Germany or just Japan? Uh, just Japan and Paris. Oh, Paris. That's right. Paris back in the, back in the day. Do you have a, do you have a favorite Igosian memory or did you just like?
1: Yeah, it's it's y'all's fault that I'm here. So yeah, the whole thing is, uh, man. In two thousand eight, when we took those two hundred, yeah, uh, that was a that was a wild trip. And I just I kind of knew I had interest in Japan. I knew that God had put some things in my heart that kind of wired me that way, and and made me have this interest in Japan. And so I show up in Japan and in two thousand eight. This brand new game called Street Fighter Four had just come out. And uh, it was in arcades in Japan, but not in America yet. And so I'm over there and I just, I roll up to the arcade machine and, you know, Japan has these giant arcades still. They don't have those in America anymore, but in Japan, there's giant multi-floor arcades. And so on the first floor, there's this bright, new, shiny Street Fighter IV arcade. And I start playing and I'm just killing these fools, right? All of these Japanese guys that want to play me. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm making them eat their lunch and, and so not to brag, but yeah. Uh, and so I'm over there playing and and it's the same kind of thing. Like, you know, at a, at a university, if you're giving out American candy, you're going to draw a crowd. Well, some, some gringo, you know, beating up on all the guys that like spent their whole life playing street fighter that uh, drew a crowd, you know, like in the arcade, like all of a sudden, like people are crowding around and like watching me, watching me and these guys to death. And, uh, and, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's what I do. And, but all these conversations start happening around me. So I'm the, I'm, I'm just drawing the crowd and all these other, you know, So I was like, man, I've been preparing my whole life for this. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, this is why I learned how to play Nintendo. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So God had a plan all those video games, uh, ago. That's so <laughs> there's, but I could hear the conversations happening, you know, in the background. Like just behind me, there'd be like an FLT, a a Jimmy having a conversation with somebody. There'd be a student over here making a friend saying, yeah, I know this guy. Yeah, he's famous in America. Uh, (laughs) So, So they were having all these conversations and it turned into, let's have dinner together. It turned into, let's meet back here tomorrow. It turned into a lot of like relationships, friendships started. And I'll never forget the last day that we went to that arcade. We were outside of the arcade. I'd, I'd beaten everyone, right? And so we go outside and we're standing in the street and all of the like really close friends that we'd had dinner with several times and that we would talk to and we shared the gospel with a lot of times, they're out there in the street talking to different groups of our Trek group. And so we got two or three over here, two or three here, and then I'm in this group with uh, this uh, this young lady, and we've got everybody there, and they're talking, and they're trying. You know, she speaks English, and so they're trying to explain the gospel to her, and and they turn to me, and and she says, I would like to become a Christian. And everybody looks at me and says, you know, can you help her? You know, and I was just like, Yeah, you know, I'm I'm a youth minister, I'm an adult sponsor here, sure. But I was like, I was, I was, uh, I was freaking out, man. It was, it was really exciting. And 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 I was like, man, I'm gonna lead this Japanese lady to Christ. And and so I was like, Are you sure? You know, we can confirm some things. And I started leading her in the prayer. And so I'm like, you know, do you want you know Jesus to be your Lord and Savior? Right, and let's pray. And we're praying. And Japanese people get very animated anytime something good happens, you know, oh you know, and we start freaking out about things. And so across the street, like in my prayer, I was like, how dare they interrupt? But as I'm, you know, trying to lead this girl to come to know Christ as her Lord and Savior, across the street, I hear this you know, a bunch of Texans getting rowdy and, and Japanese people too, like, Oh, You know, yeah, you know, it was good. And so there's celebration over there. And as I'm praying, I'm figuring out they're doing the same thing. We are, they just led her, they just led that, that, that guy over across the street to Christ. And we're about to finish our prayer. And she's saying, yes, amen. And she's repeating after me, all these things and saying it in her own words. And I'm like, this is genuine. This is really happening. She says, Amen. Everybody freaks out. Yay. You know, and, and we're like cheering in the street. It happened across the street. It happened here. And I was like, that's incredible. Two people just got saved. And then I hear another oh, applause. Wow. Another another group is freaking out behind me. I didn't even know they were praying. And so I was like that. It, the, I've been chasing that ever since, you know, like this, this idea of like popcorn salvation just starting to, to happen all around Japan that's the vision that's what we want to go for and it happened in an IGO trek group uh as as we infiltrated an arcade of all places you know just to to play video games and make friends and share the gospel and so we we I, you know it's very difficult for japanese people to accept the gospel And I'm kind of coming to terms with that. You know, we've been here for three years and we've seen one person come to know Christ. I've seen other people, but like on the peripheral, like I was barely involved in that, but I mean like one person, I could attribute to like, okay, we came and we've seen this one person come to know Christ, but there's something about those I go trips where it speeds up that process. It, you know, one family coming, investing three years of their life, you can see salvation, but when you have, you know, 20, 40 people at a time coming and investing 10 days in the country, there's, there's a big change there. You know, it, it just, it, it opens their eyes to see that Americans, that, that, that Christians care about them enough to do this. And it gives them like people cheering on the other side for them to say, ah, I wouldn't be alone in doing this. Look, yeah. there's a group here. And those, the, that Trek group did a great job of like following up with them and staying in contact and continuing to encourage them and to let them know that even though in Japan you might feel alone as a new Christian, you're not alone. Uh, and, and, and there's actually one out of that group that, is, that I know uh, that I, back in 2008, I guess, uh, or sometime after that, became friends with her on Facebook or something, and she's still following the Lord. And so there's there's a Japanese Christian because of a trek group that I came with in 2008, and uh, it's it's just uh, that's one of those things that that set in motion everything that led to here, everything that led to this. You know, we're gonna give our lives to this. This is this is not only possible; it's awesome, and it's blowing my mind every day that we get to do it.
0: We love what you're doing, Trey. We really, really do. And I, I love, God obviously use your mad video game skills. And
1: that's what I was trained my whole life for.
0: There you go. Ancient work demonstrated. (laughs) I I think the cool thing is if you're a student and you're thinking about coming an adult, you think about coming, God will use whatever you have. Like, Mm. and just like we talked about earlier, he may just use the fact that you're American and you speak English to open doors for the gospel. And so like, you don't have to have a special skill. You don't have to be able to dominate video games. That'd be great. If you can, you, you, if you speak English, and yeah. you know American culture, you're going to make some friends, and they probably have never heard about Jesus before. So, yeah. let's, and, uh, and let's do that this. One,
1: That one Christian that we've seen come to know Christ since we've been here as IMB missionaries. His story is, you know, I'm making I'm making that into a video for you, but the 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 spoiler yes. alert for that is like he came to know Christ he he moved to Osaka, didn't have many friends and just was desperate for some kind of connection with people. And, but he was very busy at his new job, which is what he moved to Osaka for. Yeah. And so it's just lonely, man. He's just, he's just kind of wasting away by himself in a new city and uh, just moved from, you know, not too far away, but just didn't have any of his friends here in Osaka. And so he saw, a, a, you know, video games again, right? I made a game party flyer. I'm going to have an American, an international game party here in my house because I got all the video games here. So let's come play video games together. And so he came, you know, he he contacted me and came. And uh, from there, we became friends. I introduced him to all my friends who, guess what? They're missionaries from America. They're Christians. I took him to uh, meet all my Japanese friends who were at this church, you know, that I was going to at the time. And so guess what? They're all Christians. And so all of a sudden this dude had like 20 or 30 new friends and they're all Christians. And he steps back and looks at it and we had him over for dinner one time. And after he trounced me in Mario Kart, which my former students will know how unbelievable that is. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he, he said, you know, I, I was like, you know, do you want to I want to. I've been meaning to talk to you. I want to talk to you about the Bible. I want to talk to you about God. And uh, he's like, I've been wanting to talk to you about that too. And it launched us into this conversation. And what we came up with through Google Translate, you know, his English wasn't good, my Japanese wasn't good. But man, he, he said, I'll never forget. He said, My the friends that I have now, i to wait for the gotta edit this part out. There are these biker gangs that go by and they think it's really cool and rev their engines really loud. So, Osaka what biker gang, it's my dream to become one of the Osaka bikers. <laughs> Nate. <laughs> but I'll never forget, Yo said to me, uh, his name is Yo in uh, R Y O, and he said, I feel like looking at what God has done for me, I owe it to him to follow Jesus. Hmm. And And I was like, you you know, you feel like, you know, I I, I was like, that's not how I would say it or whatever. It was very genuine for him. He's like, look, I've received this great gift. God has really blessed me. I, you don't know how lonely I was. And now I have all these friends and it's all because of Jesus. I see that. And so he understood that Jesus did something for him. He's like, I'm going to follow this guy. And I'm like, man, that's kind of where anybody that was healed by Jesus and then followed Jesus, yeah. that's what they did. They did it for what was in it for them at first. And and then right. they came to know how to follow Jesus as they followed it. Right. And and this is his story is that. And I look back at that and I said, well, how does it apply to these guys in Texas wanting to come? Mm-hmm. Think about it, man. All that it took was friends. You know, nobody had to like share the gospel in some really creative way or be a bible expert it was christian friends that he said if there's that many people that care about me because of jesus he's worth it and he's been following jesus ever since and so we just uh yeah we we praise god for people that are willing to come and be somebody's friend so you think you can't do that? Yeah. <laughs> uh I got you know I mean you know you got big problems if you can't come and be somebody's friend but you know work that out before you come but please come you know we need more friends here.
0: Yeah, let's go. But I can't wait to see that video now. You teased it well. It's going to be good. So just real quickly as we kind of wrap up. How can we pray for you guys and then how can we follow you like give us the social channels uh all the different things we want to we want to stay we don't just want to pray for you, you know, once we want to stay connected to the work, and so kind of give us a summary of that,
1: okay? Yeah, the uh, the big prayer request right now is like uh, it's August, and August is probably the most darkest spiritual time here in Japan. They have they're kind of like uh, you know, Mexico has like Day of the Dead, it's like that, but for Japanese, it's called Obon, and uh, so that's coming uh, like in a week, everybody's already off, they're on they're on uh, vacation. And so like, it's a, it's a spiritually dark time because they believe all their ancestors travel from heaven to earth and then they're here for a while and you got to get the, the, the idol in your home, like the, the the altar in your home prepared for them to come visit. Uh, and, and if you do that right, and if a priest can bless it and do all the things and it's very expensive for them, but they, they do it because then their their ancestors can then
0: return back into heaven
1: so it's pretty convoluted um, wow and uh, that's we had some friends
0: was sh- that mostly shinto
1: uh it's it's buddhist i think oh, okay. uh, it's, it's they blend shintoism and buddhism together gotcha. and so it's it's all connected to that so like they're they're lifted on their little idol in their home that's a buddhist statue you know it's a buddha It is a Buddha, and so there's no way to separate it from Buddhism. It's all part of it, and so, but yeah, it's very Japanese. Like it's very specific to what they believe happens at this time of year, Uh, and so yeah, this is me trying to figure out with my buddy. I was like, draw it for me, (laughs) like last, like just just tonight we drew this and worked through like what is going on during Obon, and so he tried to explain it to me. Wow. And uh, yeah, if you've ever shown like the plan of salvation on a napkin or something where you draw like the, this little cliff over here and this little cliff yeah. over here and the cross connects them, this is like the Japanese version of that. And so this is a very sad, like this river separates, this is heaven, this is a kanji for heaven. And so like, you got to cross this river and you meet up with your ancestors and then you have to go up through this path. And if you make all the right turns, then you can get to heaven. If you don't, you go to hell. Gotcha, and and so even in death, they have no assurance of salvation, man. and we've got, we've just got to share that there's hope. Uh, yeah, yeah. It it is my best friend in Japan shared that with me tonight, and it was it was difficult. It was it was really difficult to hear. Uh, it's just yeah. it's you know this guy that I love, man. I mean, just really, he's done a lot to help our church even. Uh, I love the guy, but it was just darkness coming out of his mouth tonight. Just, just, just the lies of Satan. And uh, we've, we've, we've got a Bible full of truth, and we've got to be able to put that into their language and their context, and put it in, in to their hearts, and explain that to them. So that's really what we've got to pray through right now. It's a, it's a time of darkness in. Uh, And they're really distraught because during this time it's very pivotal. It's very important that they go home to meet their ancestors and they can't travel, you know, like my buddy who lives in Osaka, you know, he couldn't, if he believed in that still, he couldn't go home and worship his ancestors. Because of the travel, you know, that they're really discouraging people from traveling right now because of COVID. So so many people are saying it's too dangerous to travel. You know, they're very cautious, so they're just not traveling, even though it's creating the spiritual dilemma in them. So maybe now they'll become more spiritually aware than ever before, and we can share the hope of the gospel. Right. So definitely be praying that this is a time of spiritual brokenness, but also spiritual breakthrough.
0: Yeah, yeah we will pray for that for sure For got to open those doors during the season thanks for sharing that and uh, we'll pray for your friends specifically as well so all right so Fleming Fleming family in Japan what oh yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, all the links are in the description Uh, but (laughs) you gotta you can follow us on Insta you can follow us on Facebook uh, just you know facebook.com slash Fleming fam in Japan Uh, you can follow us yeah the same way on Instagram uh, you can even get a newsletter from us if you go to flamingfaminjapan.com, okay. and there's just a box there that you can type in your email address and then uh, I sporadically send out newsletters and you'll receive those.
0: We will, uh, we will spread the word continually and we will hopefully be on the ground in Osaka with you next summer.
1: We need y'all, man. I'm praying to that end we've we've uh we've got a lot of ground to cover
0: yeah well we want to help you man and we love what you're doing love that i goes a small part of that story for you and uh big. you will tell the tell the family we said hey and uh we can't wait to see them and bring them some gifts from texas something from bucky's i'm sure and uh yeah like
1: chick-fil-a sauce maybe Chick-fil-A i don't know
0: sauce. yeah there's i think they're about to start selling that over the, like in grocery store so we will load <laughs> you up there you go <laughs> dip your uh dip your shrimp in it so it'd be great and
1: dip our sushi in it yeah That'd
0: well great. uh trey thanks for spending some time with us on the uh i don't know even what the know what this is it's a zoom it's a Igozian Airways podcast. It's, it's an interview book time. It's uh, it's all of it. It's all of yeah, it. And so, a lot of
1: Joe Rogan, to prepare for this podcast. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're. I'm sure he's worried about us right now, mm-hmm. and um, we're losing we're losing luggage over at iGosian Airways, and then Air Airways. We're losing listeners, probably. So, who knows? Who knows how this goes? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. I hope that you were blessed. I hope that you weren't just blessed by listening to Trey. I hope that you will commit to praying for Trey and the work in Japan, but I hope that you will really, really consider your part in that and being on a team with us, bringing a group of students from your church, doing something to join this work where the need is so great and and, and God is using god will use you in such amazing ways just by you showing up just by you being faithful i hope that you'll uh, consider joining that work and uh trey thank you thank you thank you very much for uh, joining us
1: thanks for what you're doing man we love you guys and we love uh go and what they do and man that that teaching uh that you guys you know rehash and, and reteach every year it's, yeah. it, it's it's so true i mean i get to live that ancient work stuff, that that joy of the sower, that's what kind of, it really makes a difference to have those ideas lined up before you hit the pavement.
0: Cool. Well, we'll keep teaching it and you keep taking the students and doing great things with them because that's why the partnership works. So thanks, bro.
1: Thank you.